So, this film was really good, but also really bad. Like, there were some parts where I was busting, laughing, and others where I was rolling my eyes, cringing so hard. Which, I guess, is what happens when Stephanie, played by Rob Wilson, goes into a coma in 2002, only a wake-up in 2022, and decide to go back to high school, where somehow all relevant characters, like her loser friend, Seth, played by Sam Richardson, and Martha, played by Mary Holland, uh, and her bully, Tiffany, played by Zoe Chow, and Stephanie's ex, now Tiffany's husband, Blaine, played by Justin Hartley, a self-proclaimed Dilf, um, are just all conveniently still in town. Also, I'd like to say, Justin Hartley needs to be in more comedies because he was super funny in this. Like, I think we only know him from This Is Us, and that shows, like, clearly about, like, super sad emotions or whatever. I don't know. I don't watch the show. But anyways, Stephanie goes back to high school, now 37, and she meets a lot of Gen Zers, specifically Yaz, played by Joshua Coley, a Yas queen gay, which I'll just say quickly, there's one line by him, pretty much his first line about how he led so many guys quote-unquote up the butt, which was just so weird and honestly a gross way to introduce a character, also propagating gay stereotypes because he's not even the funny character, but he says the line to be quote-unquote funny? I don't know. There's also Janet, played by Ivanka Tia, no last name included. She was really funny. She was the funny character, actually. Um, and there's Stephanie's new arch rival, Brie, or as she likes to go by, Brie Loves, spelled L-U-V-Z, her Insta handle name. Also the daughter of Blaine Tiffany, because convenience, and Brie's boyfriend, Lance, played by Michael Cimino, who I think was bisexual, I'm not sure, but he did have a gender-bent fashion style, which, is good in theory, but it always it didn't always work because some of the outfits were mismatched or just a little too much. Also, his character had like no point, like not at all. You know, as I talk about with movies dealing with teens and teen dialogue, I just like to get it out of the way. It's rough. Like it sounded like the sarcastic comment section of a TikTok video where people are going off about how someone ate or slayed or whatever. But in this movie, there was no irony or jokingness to how they talked. They just said it fully unironically, and it was so horrible. And it was literally, yeah, it was horrible. But there was also one thing they did intentionally, excellently, which, like, I really loved. And it was the way that Brie twisted everything that's important to Gen Zers to make her seem, like, amazing but also she's like a covert a-hole. So she says she doesn't follow anyone on Instagram because then she would have to follow everyone and that would be bad for everyone's mental health because she wouldn't be able to follow everyone. So I thought that was really cool. She also then calls cheerleaders anti-feminist because she hates people on the cheer team so she finds a way to like destroy them, I guess. I don't know. She also won't help uh, with petitions if they're non-digital which I thought was really interesting. And it's all because, so she's an influencer, obviously, because she's Brie Loves, and she wants to build a something, something environmentally, economically inclusive lifestyle brand or something, I don't know, while caring not to be popular. Also, she has this perfect Instagram girl life, 
and she comes from money, which I think is a great unintentional connection that the writers did, where a good amount of influencers do come from rich backgrounds. But moving on to the adults, the adult writing was spectacular, on the other hand, except for two characters, Tiffany and partially Blaine. Here's the problem. After 20 years, Tiffany somehow still hates Stephanie, which is worse because, like, Stephanie is mentally 17, which is a little weird because at the end of the film, she's dating Seth, who's mentally 37. So, yeah? But the problem is, Tiffany is still feuding with a 17-year-old. Also, she's 37 now. Does she not have a life? Like, why is she still feuding with Stephanie? She was also literally so nice to her after Stephanie came out of the coma, and I thought she was going to be kind or something, and be like a flip of high school where Stephanie wasn't sure if she could trust her. But no, she's just evil. Also, she's a Karen, and I'm sad that no one called her that, because I think that would have been really funny. But, okay, with Blaine, here's the thing. His only character trait is he likes sex. And he's in a loveless marriage, seeming like neither person wanted to get married to each other, which is a little weird. Uh, so he wants to go have sex with Stephanie, which again, she's kind of mentally 17, but she might rapidly be mentally aging, catching up with her body, I'm not sure. But the implications are still a little unsettling. However, that does give room for great dialogue because everything that comes out of Tiffany's mouth is like comedic gold. And Blaine is hilarious as well. Martha and Seth were solid and they both seemed like wise, mature people. And I really enjoyed Martha because we learned that she's a lesbian and now as principal of the school, she wants to make a school where everyone enjoys it, whereas she hated in high school. And she has some great monologues in the film where she like, discusses it, which I think was like pretty good, but I feel like it could have been expanded on more, but you know, it's fine. In all, Senior Year isn't the greatest film. I know critics ripped this to shreds. I didn't check to see what they gave it until after I watched the film because I wanted to be unbiased, but I think there are some great laughs in this film if you can get past some of the cringy dialogue. So I would give Senior Year 3.5 out of 5 stars.